0: Hey, welcome to um, this podcast, which is um, produced by myself, Reverend David Peterson. Um, 2017, I was ordained as the youngest Black priest in the world, the youngest Black Anglican priest um, on the on planet Earth. But you know. I really just see myself as a servant of God Almighty, just a servant to God on high, man. He is my all, my everything. He is the one in whom I serve, um, in whom I lay my life down for, and just really want more of his spirit of love to shine through me. But, you know, enough about all of that stuff. Let's get right into this podcast. This is episode one. What I really want to talk about um, in this episode of um, my podcast. Um, you know, I'm not that kind of vicar. Um, I just wanted to um, just speak about today uh, about deliverance. So about casting out demons Casting out demons. Uh, We see in the Bible that this is a practice that Jesus Christ himself was involved in. We see him casting out a lot of demons. We even see when he's teaching the disciples about casting out demons. And he says that some demons can only come out via prayer and fasting, um, which is a key point. Uh, Something that I'll touch on as we go along in the podcast now um, I actually got saved and began to take God seriously when I saw a demon being cast out of an individual Um, this was what caused me to have the thought if demons are real that must mean angels are real and then that must be mean that heaven and hell is real and if heaven and hell are real i ain't going to hell for nobody that was my thought that was my thought process um the whole thing that's um, exactly what came to mind i was just thinking listen i don't want to go to hell for no one so i'm gonna make sure that i'm dedicated and just throw myself into god and into christ jesus But then um, what tended to happen for me um, was that I found that, um, you know, I could not really sustain my life as a Christian by focusing on not going to hell. The fear of going to hell wasn't enough for me to walk with God. And I also learned that the excitement and the joy of going to heaven wasn't enough for me to sustain me during hard times of my Christian walk. My walk trying to chase after God and stay connected to him. That What I noticed was the only thing that really kept me grounded and kept me connected to God was actually... Um, My Relationship With the Holy Spirit So back to um, Demon possession Just a few things that I've noticed Um, I remember when I first started Seeing um, Demons being cast out Of people I went to a church With my family members And it was actually members of my own family I used to see this happen too And, you know, you notice and see various things where they would be praying for hours. Certain demons would come out. You know, they'd have demons coming out. And for years, I've kind of noticed and seen the same thing where pastors would be praying, 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 praying for hours. You see demons coming out, so much coming out, then it kind of gets to a point where... They get tired and kind of stop when there's like a little bit left, just kind of leave the person to deal with it. And recently I tried to use that method on someone and it went horribly wrong. Um, I went back there and um, this person was actually 10 times worse from when I left them. I only left them like two days ago. It's like I was praying for them four hours it, I got to, I arrived at the place at 1.30pm um, and I left at 3.30am so we were praying for um, what's that 14 hours no no yeah four or that more 14 13 hours we were praying It'll be about 13 and a half but we were praying and uh, there was like we cast, cast out all the demons there was just a little bit of demon affliction left I'm um, sorry, demon affliction left, so it was it came to the point where like all the demons had been cast out there was only little footholds left like really really small Footholds left, and I thought I could just leave her so that she can just read the Bible and be free. But when I came back two days later, she was a mess. Um, Three other strong demons had entered in her, so um, this uh, young lady began to speak fluently. In a language, I asked her mother that she speak this language. The mom said that she doesn't speak it fluently. Those are the kind of signs when you know it's real demon possession. Um, as I was casting um, the demon out of this lady, she spat on my head. Like she spat on my forehead. And you kind of saw that the spit was just dripping from my forehead. At the time, I saw it as a badge of honor, thinking, yes, I've been spat in the face for Jesus. I'm more like Jesus because they spat on him in the cross. I feel amazing. It was a badge of honor for me. But I didn't understand what was actually happening in the spiritual realm. It was like because she spat on my forehead, it was like the DNA from the spit was demon-possessed. And I remember when I went to sleep that night, I began to um, have spiritual attacks. And the Holy Spirit said, you need to shave your hair. Shave your hair off. Because I washed the spirit out of my hair, but the Lord said, no, that's not enough. They, the DNA is connected to your hair molecules, so it's only when you shave off your hair, because my hair was quite thick and a little bit long, it was like when you cut your hair off, then you'll all completely go, like there will be no demon attacks in the night, so that's what I did, and by the grace of God and by the leading of the Holy Spirit, um, the demon attacks stopped. And when I washed all my clothes, that the saliva I had touched as well. So, this young lady was just a mess. And so this was the second time that I went to go and pray for her. There were four strong demons, and so one of them was speaking a foreign language, fluent as if she had lived there for years. She was speaking a language fluently and it was like um, um, the mum understood the language but she said that her daughter cannot speak it she's never been able to speak it so fluently in her life it was like crazy it was like she had lived in this country for 50 years um, after that took place um you know there were that was one of the spirits the foreign language speaking spirit um there was another spirit um that was like kind of road man spirit kind of thing it was nuts like a real drug dealer kind of spirit operating through her speaking through her It kind of came across as very boisterous you know very male Um, Talking about me It's going to get me shot and all that stuff calling shooters for me Um, In his ends It was weird And then there was um, Another spirit as well Like some Posh Female spirit of perversion and lust Who was um, Saying that she was The Like queen A queen in hell like the daughter of Latiafon. Um the sea monster. So I was thinking, what is this? Some kind of marine spirit or something. But anyway. Um so she was possessed with that that demon that was a very strong stronghold. Very strong spirit. Um there was another spirit of like false religion. Who kept calling on Allah. Calling on... Um... And Rastafari. Calling on... Even Jesus and the Holy Spirit. It was like a... It was like a... Religious spirit. Religious spirit. Religious spirit. And... Even one of the young ladies who was... Uh... Who... Kind of was the girl's friend was saying, but how can she be calling on God and stuff and Jesus? And how does she say Jesus is, is this and all powerful God? And I said, because even the demons believe and tremble, that's what the Bible says. Um, I said, it's because you know, the demon in the synagogue said to Jesus, You know, we know that you are the holy one of God you know they know who Jesus is they're able to say who Jesus is you know but that does not mean that they are clean spirits you know look at the young lady in the book of Acts who said these men are preaching the way to salvation and Paul had to cast that demon out of her so demons can still say the truth about who Christ is and who God is so those were really the main four spirits there was another spirit in there that was like an egyptology kind of spirit but that spirit didn't say much it would just really make a weird face whenever it would manifest or whenever i would would confront it and ask it its name so so the second time around I was down to one demon again So I asked mum if she could look after the girl I said don't listen to her She might try and trick you to pretend as if she's back to normal Went to the toilet After praying for 12 hours came back Mum had been tricked Said I'm fine now I just want to have a shower As soon as I came into the room She began manifesting again mom said hey stop that! i thought you said you're fine then she went back to pretending and the mom had to ask me to leave the house and the holy spirit said listen to the mom and i was thinking what there's one demon left man surely i can cast it out so i left again feeling defeated thinking why didn't i just stay why didn't i just force the mom to say no i had to listen to the holy spirit so the third time was coming i started having dreams about the third fight's gonna be epic. I was getting ready, you know, getting my fasting on point, Um, getting the olive oil prepared. I was like, this time round I'm not leaving till the demon's out. And I spoke to the mum on the phone, she said no, she's still acting crazy. She put the girl on the phone. The demon was talking through her saying yes, the third time, this is our last battle. Is me and you saying all these kind of things. And then uh, when I woke up in the morning, I was getting ready to go, and the Holy Spirit said, Don't go. I was like, What? Lord, I'm ready. I want to go. I'm prepared. And the Lord said, Don't go. I want to deliver this young lady so that I can get the glory. I was like okay Lord so I told the family that I wasn't coming that I probably wouldn't wait until more people will come with me because none of my pastor friends wanted to come with me or well, they, some of them said yeah they will come but then when they came near the, near the time to come they weren't picking up the phone so when this happened now I was thinking oh man she's going to be alright. But the Lord had already spoken to And assured me that he was going to deliver her. So. A couple of days went past. Spoke to the mum. The mum said that how. She called a prophet from Nigeria. And she spoke to this prophet. And this prophet actually. Came. Uh, Didn't come to London. But actually came through for them. By praying for them over the phone. And um. He was able to Pray for her to be set free They he said it took about half an hour So in my mind I was thinking So I took over 26 hours And all the demons Now nah, come out But then this guy from Nigeria Spends half an hour on the phone And she delivered I was like what But the mum said no it was a joint effort God gets the glory. Then it kind of reminded me, do you know, this is what God said, so that the family won't say Reverend David Peterson delivered her, but they will say God delivered her, because I worked alongside somebody. Distance yourself from certain Open doors. Distance yourself from that um, environment that contaminates you um, she cares, get her. sorry, sometimes the tongues just come out <laughs> when I get excited in the Holy Ghost or the Holy Ghost is telling me something powerful but yeah, what you have to do is really just um, distance yourself from places where you could be possessed from people that can open doors for possession or digression And we have to put ourselves in a place and a position where we're saying, Do you know God? I really just want all of you. I really just want to make my whole life about you. I don't want there to be any more distractions or any distractions. I just want to focus on you. And I want you to be number one in my life. So think sometimes it's crazy because my other experience of demon possession was one of my friends whom we were speaking on the bible and she kept on saying a lot of strange things she kept on misunderstanding so much in the scriptures I just found it weird. I I just kept finding it strange. You know, when things are quite obvious and things are very plain and simple to understand. So I kept thinking, why is this young person not understanding this? This is is beyond, like, somebody... You're trying to explain something to someone and they're not getting it. This was just... For me, I just felt like this isn't normal now, something is actually happening, something is actually happening with her. So we began to pray for her, as we began to pray for her, she began to manifest demons, okay, to the point where her wig flew off, when her wig flew off. Um, it was like funny at first but then she began to like become less aggressive and then it came to a point where when we would move the wig out the way she would get really violent and be staring at the wig so you noticed the wig was kind of connected to what was happening to her life sometimes it could be object. are inviting demons into your home or into close proximity with you so you have to get rid of certain stuff certain cds certain necklaces Is anything that kind of gives off that demonic vibe you have to get rid of it doesn't matter how much it costs doesn't matter who gave it to you who bought it for you once the holy spirit is telling you to get rid of it You need to get rid of it So We were praying for her She was just Angry Rolling on the floor And then she called out The name Of the pastor And it was like Wow In my mind I was just thinking I'm going to get to that point where Demons know me by name And later on in my calling I experienced that but I do forget at the time my mind was just blown away by everything that had happened and transpired and everything that had gone on and um, I just think to myself that sometimes when dealing with like uh, demons and yes Lord dealing with like evil spirits you just have to be grounded in God Um, grounded in the word and you just have to be grounded in who he is and whom he says he is and whom he says you are as well and that will stop you from falling prey yourself to demon possession. I mean, there was times there one the ladies who were demon possessed would try and bite me, scratch me. It was just like, so, so horrible, you know. But I think... You just have to go deep into God and push past every mountain, every barrier that will try and stop you from loving Jesus more and more each day. God bless you.